Welcome to Beyond the Bridge with psychic medium and animal communicator, Samantha Jones. We are glad you are here and hope you enjoy the next hour where Samantha and her guest will help connect you to the magic of the universe, as well as to your loved ones and pets, both here and beyond the bridge. And now, Samantha Jones. Hello, friends, and welcome to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. I am your host, Samantha Jones. Whether this is your first episode or you are a regular listener, I am glad that you're here today and happy that you found me. Nothing is a coincidence. So however you found the show, I truly meant to be. I'd like to take a moment to welcome my guest this week. Her name is Carrie D. Domenico, and I have known Carrie. Carrie and I have known each other since we were about 14 years old, our freshman year of high school. We kept touch through the years. Uh, mostly through social media, but really didn't start getting to know each other and getting closer until like the last five years or so. And the reason is because we both went through a spiritual awakening and we both started down paths that were similar, but different. Carrie's also a medium with abilities to talk to the other side. And she also has a crystal and herb Instagram-based store called Moon Raven Magic, which she started about a year ago. So welcome Carrie to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you for being here, Carrie. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Carrie is here as my guest today for many reasons. I actually originally asked her to be on the show to promote her business. One of the reasons I wanted to have this radio show was so that I could help other people to grow their business or put themselves out there more and that type of thing. But the more that we got to talking about the episode, we found similarities between us and our stories that we felt that we wanted to focus on more, especially because this is an empowerment channel. So today we're going to be talking a lot about mental health and about spiritual awakenings and dealing with mental health through that. Also through the holidays, because right now is a very, it's a complicated time for a lot of people, not just mental health wise, but also when it comes to religion and spirituality might get caught up in things in the holidays. So we're going to talk about all of those things today. But first, Carrie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your story? Um, you know, we could talk uh, how we met, all of that, get people caught up on that. Um, okay. So, oh my goodness, what we met uh, we were what 14 freshman year, <clears throat> uh, color guard. We were in color guard together. Yay. We were, yay. Uh, <laughs> we were those girls. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so we met in color guard. We did all that. Um, <clears throat> sorry, my voice. What of okay. The, so the... then we, um, oh my goodness. Okay. So we did all that. And then I had some mental issues. Um, I actually sent, was sent to a couple psych hospitals and uh, boarding school. Um, I had a very kind of um, religious background. I was raised Mormon, but it was a lot. Um, I am different. <laughs> yes. I've always been different. I've always known I was different, but they want to put me kind of in a box and I I wasn't I was a child. I was young. I wasn't really there yep. to be in that box. I think one of the reasons that we kind of bonded when we were kids is because we were both very different. We didn't fit into yeah. this color guard. I don't even know if, if you guys don't know what color guard is. It's 
the girls that dance with the flags along with the band, with the marching band. And that just wasn't, it just wasn't us. I don't know why we even got into that, but it was great because we met each other that way. It was wonderful. I got into it because my mom was trying to live vicariously through me. So I had to be the golden child. I had to do this. So I did it. And then my, it was, like I said, my mom was kind of very overpowering uh, and had to be through. It was just, it was a lot. So to make somebody happy, I did what they wanted me to do because I was not allowed to do what I wanted to do. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just going to say that one of the things that that bothered me was that you could never go and like hang out with us. Like anytime that I would say, you know, do you want to do something? It was like your rules were very strict. Your mom was very, very strict with you. And I, and I saw that uh, at that time at 14. We had a lot of friends that were being sent off to a place called Charter Hospital. Do you want to talk a little bit about all of that and how that got started and the diagnosis you, you had from there and, and whatnot. Yeah. So I, um, I had a lot of mental issues. There's, there's a lot of mental stuff. Um, I, I did, um, try to commit suicide around that age, 14, it might've even been a little bit younger. Um, so I was sent to this hospital and it, um, I told them about the voices I was hearing. I have been hearing voices and seeing things since I was young. Those voices and those spirits used to save me when I was a child from bad things happening. So when I told them, they diagnosed me as schizophrenic and started putting me on meds. And I literally stopped telling and talking about any of it. And it kind of spirals. You know, I don't hear voices. Oh, they're not there. So the drinking, the drugging, everything to keep those voices from coming to me because it was just not, you know, it was this bad thing according to them. So hence years later, 2016, I'm fully awakened and it's like, Hey, this is what you are. Let's, sh- and then, you know, your whole childhood's like, Oh, and goes from there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because I talk about this uh, a lot, actually on my podcast and, and stuff is that I truly believe that there are a lot of people that were diagnosed as schizophrenic that are not schizophrenic, that they are actually hearing the other side. They're, they're really are seeing and hearing things. Some of us are just sensitive to it. I don't know why we're just born with it maybe, or we have this, you know, we come here to, to be workers for the universe and all of that. And so we don't know that as a young age, we have to kind of open that ourselves. But when the adults are totally shutting it down and telling you that there's something mentally wrong with you because you're hearing voices, of course, you're going to shut it down, you know? Um, And the other thing that you mentioned is, is the boarding school. And this has been something that we've seen a lot in the news lately. Paris Hilton has been talking about it. We have other friends that you went to this boarding school with and they treated you really badly there, huh? Yeah, the boarding school um, was called Mountain Park Baptist Boarding Academy, and we were all tricked in order to get there. Uh, There's some horrendous things that happened. Um, There was a boy that actually was killed there. 
a little bit after I left and they shut it down. But um, I believe there's actually more open. So we have a survivor page. We all have tremendous issues from it. I mean, I have extreme PTSD. There's a lot that goes with that. But there's actually a book written um, that's called uh, God's Will. Um, and it's about the boys, one of the boys and the side of what happened with the boys and stuff up to this other, the boy being killed. Um, there's talks of movies being made. Um, I don't know. Um, I kind of hid. <laughs> I learned to hide there. I learned to stay under the radar. Um, I mean, it was even to the fact mentally that I didn't have a mental, a, mes- a, a woman's cycle the entire time I was there, I was that mentally bad. So, and then my mother who was narcissistic was on at home crying at every color guard event, telling everybody how much she missed me and how much, and everyone's like, well, why did you do that to her? And it was because I wasn't what my mother wanted. And, you know, it's a harsh reality, but, um, you know, my mom has dementia now, so it's very hard to, discuss it with her because I will never get that apology. Mm. She always says it was my fault. So that's just mental health right there where you're just like, I'm 46 and I'm really starting to work with that shadow of what happened to me and, and growing from that. Absolutely. And you answered my question there. I was going to ask about if you had ever um, confronted your mom on this or what she had said. And this happens to a lot of people where they either something happens like this, their, their loved one has dementia or they pass away and they never get to say the things they needed to say, or, you know, like, like what you need. But the thing is, is that since you're a medium and since, you know, you have medium friends, you'll get that. You'll get that when she dies. Unfortunately, it has to wait. And that, that really stinks because for your healing, I know you really need that. We all do. We all need for the parent that messed us up to say, I'm sorry, I I didn't know any better or whatever. We're not looking for justification, but something to say, hey, it wasn't your fault because really that's what shadow work and um, your inner child and all that comforting your inner child and, and through your shadow work, I bet you did a lot of that inner child work too, where you had to comfort that little girl in you and tell her that you weren't crazy and it was okay that you were hearing voices and all that, you know? I'm in that stage right now. I am working with my child being, you know, with my inner child. Um, I got the spirits coming to save me. I had some not so great stepdads. Um, and, uh, so those spirits would come to me. Okay. So first, one of my first memories of the spirit, I was woken up in the like early morning hours and this woman was standing there and she's like, come, come hide with me. And I was probably around five or six and we went in the closet. And I remember that man opening the door And I was like, how come he can't see me? And I just remember this woman like huddling and hold, like holding me. And that was one of my first experiences with the spirits. And then um, just going forward, listening to them, having them help me um, and everything. And then 
course, being told I was crazy and then trying to hide the craziness because you you try to hide that. You will drink and drug and do everything not to hear those voices because they told you you were crazy and there's no way that you could possibly be that way. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're not special enough to have a gift like that. I still am told that by my mother Wow. that I'm and I, I say I tell her things all the time. And she's like, no, you don't believe in, in this God. So there's no way that you can have that gift. Okay, mom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, but it is definitely a mental thing. Yeah. So what changed? What made you go, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to open this gift or have this awakening. What happened? <laughs> so leading up to it, obviously I, I, I was married a few times. Not good. I had a lot of, um, drug issues, um, mental health issues. Um, 2016, I literally kicked out a guy that I had been married to and was thinking about remarrying the guy (laughs) found out he was cheating again, you know, kind of thing. Uh, I had a fire and I literally just was like, without knowing what I was doing, I was, I was casting this spell type thing and I was burning his things and this door opened. I don't know how else to explain it, but that night I had these crazy dreams, awesome dreams. And, um, it was never the same. Like I knew, and then everything come flood back. Uh, two weeks later, I met my current husband who we've been married for five years. Uh, I got him, uh, all these things just start happening. Uh, and you just, once you're awakened, you cannot go back. It's just, that's you true. understand. You've oh, yeah, been I do. In there. <laughs> you can't close your eyes once they're open. You just can't. No. Because yeah. you know it's there. You always know it's there. Yep. And so since then, have you been working on these abilities, on, on building them and all that? Yeah. So I um I um I'm Norse pagan. I'm I'm pagan. I have a few deities. I have a main deity, her uh Morgan. She is a Celtic goddess. So she was my one awakener. Um, she came to me and uh, was like, okay, let me back up a tiny bit. I'd had dreams since I was a child of a different time and place. Well, when I met my current husband, he had the same dreams. So like one of the dreams, he was making swords. I was getting water from him or for him for the well. And, and the last dream was I was mourning him on the cliffs in Scotland. Well, the Morgan came in and goes, come on, my little moon Raven, let's go fly and see how he died. She showed me how he died and everything just came forward. His name was Uralin back then. And I, w- I was known as Sarah back then, but she calls me moon Raven now. So that's where moon Raven magic was born Love because that. that's kind of, yeah. So hence moving forward, um, I had been a hairdresser for a few years and it just, uh, I, my physical health was failing. So mm. m- she was pushing me to open my little shop and to help people. My shop is about helping people. My shop is about working with those people who don't have a voice or don't know how to like use their voice, helping them awaken, helping them understand what's going on with them and going forward. So it's just kind of bloomed. 
<laughs> like yours, yes. your show, you know, your stuff has bloomed too. So yes, that, and it's funny because you're not the only person that I've had this experience with, with somebody that I met when I was younger and we, you know, just talk through social media or whatever we're acquaintances. And then all of a sudden we're all on this spiritual journey. And it's yeah. crazy. It, it's wonderful because you lose a lot of friends. Really. I, I don't know about you, but I lost some people because they don't believe in this and that's okay. Because you know what? The people that are supposed to be in your life, they'll be drawn to you. And, and I love that you're helping people too. There's, we need more people out there helping to awaken and, you know, show people this is a beautiful world. And there's a lot more that's actually going on, you know? Totally, so, totally agree. We are going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we will talk more with Carrie. We're going to talk about um, religious differences at the holidays. I think that this is important because Carrie and I have similar beliefs, but we have very different beliefs. We have different backgrounds, but we respect each other's different beliefs. And that's a very important thing to be doing at the holidays. And not a lot of people get that, you know. So we'll talk about that. And then we'll also be taking callers. And if you have questions for myself or Carrie, or you'd like one of us to do a reading for you, give a call um, after the break. That number is 888-346-9141. And we will be back in just a moment with Carrie. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. 
Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for being here. We are here with my guest today, Carrie D. Domenico, and we are talking about a lot of different things today. We're talking about mental health and spiritual awakenings, but now we are going to talk about a little bit about religion. And this is a tough topic for a lot of people because you know, everybody has their own beliefs and there is nothing wrong with that, that this is a safe place. I want everybody to know that this is a safe place to talk about your religion. We're not going to put anybody's religion down. Actually, during the break, Carrie and I were talking about how she's a witch and I'm a light worker and we'll get more into this, but we, we do the same thing just in different ways. And that's all kind of rolls into the religious aspect and everything. But Carrie, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, being pagan, what that means, and uh, of course, growing up Mormon, how how that compares to being Mormon. Yeah, so um, when I was awakened, basically, the pagan term for me, not a lot of people can say, will go different ways, but it just means uh, non-Abrahamic. So there's a lot of broad range with that. Um, I work with the Norse deities a lot, uh, Odin, you know, Thor, uh, Freya, Frey, those are different Norse deities. Um, and I also What's work a deity? with Celtic. Can you, can you tell our listeners okay. what a deity uh, A deity would be a god or a goddess. Uh, somebody like a, um, so the Morgan, who is my main deity, I will call, I always call her mama. Uh, she is of the Tuatha de Danon, which is a Celtic, we're talking ancient we're talking before christianity if you want to get into history we're talking about um long before christianity was brought the pagans and their ways uh going by the sun going by the crops going solstice yule is coming up uh the 21st of december is the winter solstice which is the longest night of the year and we call it yule the first night is mother's night uh we worship the mothers um so and it in everybody has different ways. Me and Sam are talking about this. There's so many different ways and religious practices. So I actually had an incident where somebody got upset that I did not say Merry Christmas. And I looked at them and I said, Hey, you have to realize that you are you practice what you practice, and I appreciate that. But I say happy holidays. Because I don't know what you practice and I don't practice that. Right. So it just puts us all into a group where we don't all celebrate one holiday. There's yep. so many. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, since my awakening, I don't know about you, these religious kind of holidays have been harder for me because I want to enjoy Christmas, but I don't believe the Christian part of it. So is that hypocritical to celebrate Christmas this year? We've been kind of forced almost to not because we had a flood in the room that we have Christmas in. So we don't have any Christmas decorations or anything. And you know what? I'll be totally honest with you. It feels right because I, I, I like the lights and I like the tree and all that, but I always feel like I'm lying. I feel like I, I'm not a Christian and that's a Christian holiday. So, but we can celebrate any holiday we want really, you know, it's not like there, there shouldn't be rules to this, but I think that people forget that they, they really do forget that, that not everybody is a Christian and not everybody that celebrates Christmas is really Christian either. You know, like, I don't know, do you guys celebrate at all? Do you have a tree or anything like that? So that's funny because in my, in my 
uh, you know, Norse pagan, that tree, the tree was brought in to, to appease the fae, uh, the land vetter, which are fairies, which are your house gnomes and everything. I believe in magic. I believe in things. So I don't put a tree up to represent anything but welcoming the fate, the baubles on there, the shiny, but that was to make them happy. The offerings, you know, things like that. So when I first awakened, I had a really hard time transitioning just because yeah, everything is seems Christian based, but if looking into my, you know, my, I guess how you paganism, religion, how you want to look at it, there is so much that is not Christian. Now, if you actually look into the ancient ways or the old ways is what we call them, then we were there long before Christianity was. So I guess I have a different look on it now where, um, the kids, my kids, I have two children, one's 25 and one's 17. They celebrate Christmas with their dad and all that. We do Yule. So it actually makes it kind of easy. We don't have to fight over Christmas, but that's good. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's just like, I mean, okay. So my mom and I kind of will get into it because she'll, she makes us sing happy birthday to Jesus with no disrespect. Jesus was not born in December. No, he no, was he born in the springtime. So <laughs> we all know that. And so I'm like, there's no disrespect mom, but this is not his birthday. We are not celebrating. And if you go back to things, um, you will realize it was called Christ mass when everybody came in and started getting rid of the pagans and in the ways in the Christianity and they changed it and they adopted a lot of different ways from the pagans to change it to Christianity. And it's fine. I will respect you, but you can't get on a high horse and say that you own all this and it's your holiday because it's not, it's, it's technically mine and our holiday, you know what I mean? So maybe a different aspect will help you appreciate you know what I mean? The holiday better. <laughs> I think that that's one of the biggest things that our society needs to learn is that we are all allowed to have our own beliefs and be different and we can still get along. But for whatever reason, we're taught at least, you know, I, I grew up without religion, really. Uh, but I did go to a couple of religious schools where I learned some things a lot of it just didn't make sense to me because it's basically putting rules on something and telling people how to live their lives. And I, that's fine. If you want to live your life with the Christian rules and whatever, fabulous, but I don't have to do that. And Carrie doesn't have to do that. And none of our listeners have to do that if they don't want to. And that I think is a part of what, you know, when we were talking about this episode, we were talking about mental health at the holidays And I think this is one of the problems is that people get pushed into celebrating that they, something that they may not feel, or they may be suppressing things because they're not allowed to be the person that they are. And so for me, I feel like we should just accept everybody, you know, we just accept everybody for what their beliefs are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll, it's, it's weird. Cause I'll go somewhere. I'll go to the Mormon temple lights. Okay. I just want to go see the lights. They're beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Not for me because it's your temple, but I can still appreciate what you have, but it's, well, you're not Mormon. Why are you here? And I was like, well, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think, and it's weird because, you know, I understand that's their temple. So that's kind of their thing, but anywhere you go, it's expected for me to adapt to them. And I don't understand why. I don't need to adapt to you. I am me, but I'm, and then they'll start making fun of me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
I don't make fun of you. Do not disrespect me that way. It's not okay. That's a big part of what's wrong with society, really, for real, you know? Yeah, it really is. I mean, my biggest thing with religions is that from a very early age, this when you're born, you're bad, you're sinned, you did this, you did that. And I'm like, we're just children. We yeah. didn't do anything. We don't know better. No one's taught us anything. So if I'm going to step out of the box a little bit, it's it's a form of child abuse to me. It yes. literally is this horrible thing where you're inflicting and the damage is, is very strong and, and it is a lifetime of damage. And, and I don't know that people understand that a lot of times. No, I think you're right. Religious trauma is very much a thing. And I don't remember much about my freshman year of high school. I'm not going to lie, you know, 45. Now those memories kind of go, but I can tell you that I do remember a lot of the things that you and I talked about as far as what your the Mormon, you know, faith and all that. And at that time, I felt like that was child abuse. You were forced to go to church or a temple on days, if, if I remember correctly, forced to do all of these things that you didn't want to do because your mother was making you do it. And I mean, I understand as parents, you have to make your kids do things. I, I get that. But you have to understand, like, I mean... It was when you express an opinion, okay, my children, I will let them learn for their own. If they chose to be Mormon, okay, I will respect you. But for it to be an abuse where it is like, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. The devil and hell are just an excuse to keep people in line. I'm, yes. yes. I will get bold with that one. Yes, <laughs> you I will, totally You agree. cannot control me. Like it's it's a control mechanism. It's exactly what it is. It's, it's, if, if people would really look into it and realize how much they're being controlled by this religion, it's really kind of scary. It is. Yep. That, and that's exactly what it is. And that's what I always try and encourage people to do is to figure it out for yourself. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Carrie. Don't listen to anybody else. Listen to yourself explore, like you are very knowledgeable. I can tell on the history of Jesus and religions and that kind of thing. You've done your homework. You see how these things are just not what we were taught, you know, but a lot of people don't do that. They just go, okay, well, my parents taught me this. And so I'm going to go with it because that's what I'm supposed to do. And I don't want to make anybody mad. I don't want to make my parents upset. So I'm just going to go along with it. But I also know from doing readings and talking to spirits, that a lot of people in life that they do question, but they're afraid to question like the whole, like hell, like what you were talking about is that if I question this Christianity, if I question that Jesus is the son of God, I'm going to hell. That's what frightened me into Christianity for a while, because I was like, okay, if I don't believe this, I'm going to hell. Okay. I'll believe it. Then I'll believe it without really truly honestly believing it. You know, we yeah. do. We need to, we need to figure it out for ourselves. Every, every single person on this planet should be able to explore religion themselves without worrying about what other people are going to think. Really. <laughs> so that's funny. This a point, just because in the Mormon religion, they talk about free agency and I'm like, okay, if I have free agency, then why am I forced? Why is this forced on me? Why is it like this whole thing? And I was, I, I questioned, a lot of things. And that was just, you can't quite, even now my mom and I will get into it. And I'm like, but it, you know, like I said, she doesn't, she she'll kind of make fun of me. And I was like, no, 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 we do not. 
We don't do that. I don't do it to you. Um, you don't do it to me. You are not always right. I go, you know, the whole, my whole gift of being able to talk to the other side as, and I'm like, so let me get this straight. Am I a bad person because of this or something? Like she gets really weird and it's very baffling a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. They just, uh, they want to keep you in a box and I am not one to be put in a box. (laughs) No, As if you hadn't figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. And I don't think any of us should be. I think we should no. be able to figure it out for ourselves. I have a very good friend that I know from my time when I lived in Las Vegas and she grew up as a Jehovah's witness. And now she is a spiritualist. She is into all of the kinds of things that I'm into. And it's amazing that she's come on this journey, but her family has disowned her because not because she isn't a spiritualist, but because she left the Jehovah's witness because she doesn't believe what they believe because now she celebrates birthdays and Christmas and all of those things that she wasn't able to celebrate as a child. So her family totally disowned her. Come on, man. There's nothing right about that. You know, guys, that's just that that's brainwashing at its finest. I mean, that's a whole thing where but it it literally is what happens or you're exiled like you're like if you leave the mormon religion you st- and you tell them you do you're this exiled horrible person i'm like for for having my own mind and speaking my truth i'm i'm exiled it is it is beyond me honestly it's a it's definitely an abuse i i see it all the time i see the control mechanisms and it, it is hard to break through when I broke through, it was very difficult. I mean, like I said, I'd been drugging and drinking and all kinds of stuff for years running from who I was because I was scared because I knew what my family was going to do and say. And I was, you know, I was trying to make my mother happy my whole life and I will never make her happy because I cannot be what she wants me to be, but I'm truly finding who I am at 46 and discover actually my birthday's tomorrow. Yay. Happy birthday. (laughs) So I'm finding, you know, and, and I try to help people all the time. That's part of my, my shop, my thing. It's not just teas and herbs and crystals. And, and I'm trying to help you find yourself. I'm help. I'm trying to help you come out of that box that you feel like you've been put in. Um, I do different kinds of readings with, um, bones and things like that. Um, trying to help you expand where you're coming from and what you're, you know, think you can accomplish. People think they can't accomplish things because they're stuck in this religious box. It's, it's, it's kind of mind boggling a little bit. It really is. It's all about labels too. Like, I honestly believe we shouldn't label anything. We really shouldn't like even calling myself a spiritualist. I, I don't like to do that because I feel like that's putting a label on how I feel and what I believe. And you know, there really shouldn't be just like with you. It's like, okay, you're pagan, but does, do you really have to have a label vegetarians? Do they really need to have a label gay, straight, bisexual? Do we really need a label? Let's just be who we are. You know, life would be so much easier and we would be so much happier if we didn't put labels on everything. You know, it's crazy. I had this conversation with my 17 year old cause he's obvious in high school. And I was like, he doesn't, but I was like, why does everything we're talking and this is a whole other conversation, but yeah, we're talking about sexuality, basically the, this, this, and I'm like, 
why can't we all just not have a label? Why do, yep. why do all the kids have to have, and they're putting themselves in these boxes. And then if they leave that box to go to the other box, well, oh my gosh, yep. you know, we're human beings. We learn, we live, we, we grow. You don't know what you're going to be in 50 years, 20 years, 10 years. Hell next month, you don't know what you're going to be. That's it right. is a growing process. We are put on this earth to grow, to understand, to learn, you know? Yep. You couldn't be more right. You really couldn't. I, I agree with you 100%. So we're going to take a break now. And when we come back, we will talk more with Carrie and we would love to take, if there's any callers, anybody that has questions or would like to get a reading because Carrie's also a medium. So if you have a medium reading that you would like us to do, we can both give you our opinions, which I've never done before. So that would kind of be cool. <laughs> so we will be right back after the break. Stay tuned, everyone. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. Have a question for Samantha or her guests? Or would you like a reading? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show with Samantha. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Beyond the Bridge with me, Samantha Jones. And my guest today is Carrie D. Domenico, and we are talking about mental health and spirituality and religion and all kinds of wonderful things. I love this, Carrie. I, I think that we have a great um, flow, like you were saying before. We flow well together. We This is the kind of conversations that I love. I love to just talk about whatever comes up and, and you never know who's listening and 
who we might be helping just by having these conversations, you know, that's what we're here for. So yeah, when I, oh, sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I usually do lives on Thursday, not, and I'm, and I'm selling crystals and we're talking and everything, but everybody who comes in, I'm like, look, any questions, anything, any, we all kind of help each other out and we all kind of work together, which kind of a community. And that's what we kind of do. Um, just because there's a lot of people in every different aspect. Like there are people like us who are full blown. Like we call it out of the broom closet. I'm a full blown <laughs> witch. We're out of the broom closet. You know Love what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> then there's people who are like, I can't because if I do, my family won't understand and mm-hmm. what, what we are talking about. And so there's, everyone's at a different degree. I feel like no one's, no one's the same. I mean, we're all different. This is the labeling part. Don't label people because you just don't know where they're at and where they're going to be. Yep. You know what I mean? You put them in a label and then they can't, pr- they, I don't feel like they can you know, progress because they're labeled this. They feel like they have to stay there. And Absolutely. You, you, can, you know, Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I noticed the most when I first started my spiritual awakening and getting to know people in the spiritual community was the ego. Uh, people, they, they, they don't let go of their ego when they come into the spiritual world. And that is really important. And that ego in us is what makes us feel like, you know, we're superior or, you know, we, we can do whatever we want, but other people can't. There's so many things that go with ego, but it really is a big part of it. Don't you think? Completely like us talking here, we don't have ego. It is not like, you know, you're not trying to overcome me and I'm not trying to overcome you. And we're just straight flowing because there's no ego involved. When you go in a situation and it's like, you can feel that energy when someone's trying to control you. I've had a a recent incident and it was like just some people who had some ego and, and they were trying to, you know, trying to overcome me. And I was like, look, I, I just not going to play that game. I had a good friend who was like, look, pull back. Should we call it shield wall Mm -hmm. and just, you know, and then, and let them deal with their own ego because it wasn't worth it. And uh, yeah, it's just, you can't, I don't know. You just can't try to overcome each other. It no. doesn't work that way. None of us are 100% correct about what's going on out there. None of us really know everything. We just don't, we feel things and, you know, we hear things, those of us that are sensitive, but we really don't know. And so telling people, oh, you should be this religion, or you should think this way, or you should have this label. You don't even know. You know, how many religions are there? There's there's thousands. I can't even remember what the number is, but it's pretty crazy. And they all think they're right. And that's a part of the ego as well, you know, is thinking that every that you're right. I have uh, actually I did a reading the other day for a lady that was asking what she should do about Christmas because she would like to go and visit her family for Christmas. But the differences that they have make it very, very uncomfortable. And I was telling her, I was like, you know, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know what, I'm just going to sit it out this year or whatever. You don't have to make up excuses. I don't feel good or, or whatnot. But the thing is, is that the other people that you're saying that to, they don't always get that because a lot of people don't understand. It's really my decision what I want to do, you know, but that's the ego saying, no, it's not. No. You need to come here for yeah. Christmas. 
it's hard with that because the free agency involved with religions is not there and you're expected to do what you're told. Like you don't want to go against your elders, right? You're expected to do. And, and people are like, but that's, that's not what I do. So same with me. I'm going to go to my mom's house on Christmas Eve with my Mormon family. And I, you know, I've accepted that I will be myself. I will not be anything else, whether they want to talk fun to me or whatever, but a lot of people aren't there. They're not there. And, and it's sad because it's just, they can't be freely the, who they are yet. And they're afraid and the afraid that that frightening aspect of their family is, is just a really tough thing. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. There's almost like an anger. I feel that some people carry when you tell them that you don't believe the same thing that they do. And it's like, like we were talking about before we went to break that Carrie and I have different beliefs. We are both in the spiritual world. We both are mediums and can talk to the other side, but I'm not a, I'm not a witch. I'm a light worker. So what that means is that I don't really like, well, I'm going to let you explain what being a witch is, but for me, what might be casting spells in witchcraft for me is manifestation and prayer. So we're doing very similar things. It's the intent behind them. Uh, It's not about what you're doing. It's about the intent. Are you being pure with your thoughts or, or whatever? But as a light worker, I'm trying to spread light. And so I do a lot of manifestation and, and I don't really do rituals. Um, That's my own belief. I know that there are a lot of spiritualists that, Um, they do rituals, they use candles or whatever. For me, I've just found that, you know what, as long as I think it with my mind, as long as I believe it, then it goes the way it's supposed to. I don't need the rituals, but for like witch witchcraft, why don't you explain a little bit about like what you do? Yeah. So it's so similar to what you're talking about. Like Um, when someone's sick and they, they need some energy sense, um, I will light the candle because I will talk to that flame and go, Hey, I, my friend needs energy. I need you to, as I light that flame, I need to take the energy to them. Same, similar idea, just different ways. Uh, so I asked the flame to carry the energy. It's just a physical form of that manifestation. Yes. Witches are all about manifestation. It is it literally, you cannot do a spell. You cannot do anything without manifestation and intention. It, it's just not going to work. Um, so, I mean, if I'm doing a spell, it's just a tangible way um, to put it together. Uh, mostly because I'm asking the elements your air, earth, fire, water. If I'm doing something, I want a piece of, I'm grounding with the earth. I need the air to carry it. I need the fire to fuel it. And I need um, the water to wash it in there. Like, and you're working with the elements of the earth, which is the craft. I mean, they call it witchcraft, which, but it's basically a craft. You can be Christian. You can be any religion you want to. It is a craft and, and you're working with the magic of the earth. And, and that's the basic of it. I know so many different people in the craft and we just manifest with herbs and crystals and different things to make that energy. So say it's on the new moon. We use the moons a lot, the new moon. Uh, I'll take a bay leaf and I will write what I want from that cycle of the moon. You know, say I, I need to work with more shadow and I will burn that and send it to the universe 
And that is my intention and manifestation. And then I work on that till the next new moon. That's it's, cool. It's, yeah. It's the same thing as you're doing yep. just different ways. Yeah, absolutely. Like what you're talking about the like kind of energy healing when your friend, you know, needs some extra energy, like instead of doing like what you do, what I do is I visualize, I close my eyes and I visualize that person. And I visualize either giving them the energy that they need, or if there's something wrong with them and they need some like kind of physical help, then I I imagine um, pulling out that pain from wherever it's coming from. So I use my mind for the things that I'm doing. So yes, it is very, very similar, just different routes of how you're doing it. So again, there's nothing wrong with how either one of us are, are doing these things. We're practicing good. We're trying to put good out. We're trying to help people. So no matter how you do that, that's what's important. If you believe, like if you believe that the candles work and the bay leaves work and burning the, all this stuff and that it's going to work because that's what you believe. So, so go ahead and do your rituals, you know? But some people look at that as like hocus pocus or trying to put a curse on somebody or, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah and it's not that at all. There, I mean, there is dark stuff. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say it's all about life. Oh, sure. So it's because I do a lot of what you do. So here's the thing. We're talking about categories and labels before. Everybody has a different gift. So I am like you. I will visualize a lot. I am all about going into that meditation and visualizing and sending, uh, like your, you know, uh, Reiki, you can send mm -hmm. that energy. You can pull that energy. You can throw it out. Um, while you're away from somebody, I, I'm able to do that too. Others can't do that. I there's like kitchen witches who are amazing in yeah. the kitchen and can, you know, cooking is a, is a form of, of witchery. You know what I mean? You're cooking, you're putting spices. That's a, that's a kitchen, witch. you're yes. learning how to, there's so many forms. Um, and then you have your white, gray and black, you know what I mean? Some people have Wicca. It, Wiccan is a thing where they have a threefold law. Um, I am not Wiccan, uh, but their threefold law is, is harm none. Um, it's a karma based. Um, so it kind of just depends on what kind of person, you know, what kind of things you do. Um, but there's so many, gosh, there's so many different variants of everything. And it's fascinating. I love to see and hear everybody. I love to hear like what they do. Cause I think it's great to share talents. Not everyone's like me though. Yep. No, I <laughs> agree. People, yeah. <laughs> that ego, you know, that ego gets involved and they're like, no, it's mine. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to know what you do. I want to hear what you do. And I want to share what you do. And I think it's really fun to do all that. You know what I mean? Yep, I agree. So we have just a couple of minutes left before we finish up. I have one question that I didn't tell you was coming because I like it to be on this on the fly. And that <laughs> is uh, if you could go back to that teenage Carrie, that 14 year old Carrie and just give her one message, what would it be? Oh man. Uh, probably believe, just believe in yourself. Faith. Believe, believe in your magic, which is actually my motto for moon Raven magic. Um, people don't believe in themselves. I don't believe in myself all the time. I'm still dealing with a lot of trauma. Yeah. So the word believe is very crucial and important to me. Um, believe in anything, believe in yourself, believe in the universe, believe in, in what you are, believe in any, anything, yeah. as long as you believe in something, I don't care what it is, but you got to believe in something or this world is a lot more difficult. 
I love that. That's perfect. That That's absolutely perfect. And very, very true for sure. So tell the listeners uh, about your business so that where they can find you and, and good stuff while we have a minute left. Um, I am on Instagram. Uh, I'll expand eventually, but it is moon Raven magic. And that magic is with a K. Uh, so, um, my name is Carrie, AKA moon Raven and yeah, come and hang out or message me or whatever. And, and let me know, Hey, you're from, you know, Samantha's show. And I have a few people from your show already. Really? Oh, awesome. (laughs) That's great. I love that. Yeah. We all need to support each other. So check out Carrie's store. Yep. For sure. So you can find Carrie there on Instagram. And then if you would like to find me, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can schedule an appointment with me there. You can find, I also have another podcast with my husband called Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses, where actually this week coming up, our episode is going to be about the ego, shedding the ego. So if you haven't tuned into that yet, we have like almost 190 episodes. So there's plenty to listen to. <laughs> so you can find me there and you can also find me here next week. Next week, I will, I don't ha- plan to have a guest. I want to talk about, we talked about a few weeks ago about animals and when they cross over. And now we're going to talk about the human side of it when we lose somebody that we love and and all of that. So we'll talk about that next week and take callers and do readings. And thank you again, Carrie, so much for being here. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. So that's all we have for you this week. But uh, next week, I will see you back here Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Beyond the Bridge. We hope you will join Samantha and next week's guest for more eye-opening ways to connect to the universe. Until next week, peace and love.